many of us gotta watch you say what to say. But we don't have the means, but we can listen, yeah. Things that we shop and have a shine, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Negativity getting out of the way. Out of way. By listening to us that we bring life, yeah. Plus it's got the voice of an angel, yeah. Not a whole visionary, extraordinary. That bunny like you've been trying to tear up this. Oh, yes. We sit and bring in life to the dream. That's so we are rooted and savvy. And she's so, yeah. Transforming one life at a time. With the best voice that you have to hold to keep on speaking, speaking for us. You're the voice you want to hear. You have the positivity. recording this week's episode of my podcast 60 seconds with dr oj and a series under that podcast called minding the business that pays you you know the premise of creating this subcategory within my podcast is to cater to the entrepreneur within me that i know exists within you all of my listeners my followers my amazing people who hopefully I am able to serve some amazing meal every single week, a meal of education, inspiration, motivation, and just something, however little, to help move the needle forward in your personal business pursuits, your business, your enterprise, whatever you want to call it, solopreneur, entrepreneurship, all of them, they're all the same. Because we're out here in this marketplace streets, y'all. We are literally out here in the marketplace streets trying to bring value to the marketplace, trying to add our two cents, five cents, six cents, whatever it is that you have to bring to the marketplace to solve a problem. One of the things that I have learned to do in the process is adding on those extra soft skills that you need to make you successful. You know, it's one thing for you to have the business. It's one thing for you to have the skills. It's one thing for you to know exactly what it is that you're trying to offer in the marketplace. But there's another thing that you need to consider at all times. It is those additional soft skills that you need to master along the way as an entrepreneur. And that is why I created my beauty of business mastermind class, where I take you on a journey of four weeks learning so many amazing lessons from my personal experience. And of course, amazing, insightful research and data proving tools and strategies that would allow you to be most successful in the marketplace. So it's not all just about what I've been through, what I've learned, the errors I've made. It's really about giving you those backstories to give you a better understanding and for you to find relatability in the journey that we're taking together. Because trust me, every single class that I get to teach, I take a journey with my students and I immerse myself fully in the process with them in order for them to understand that they are not alone 
And a lot of people have this apprehension when they're getting into a new field, a new category, somewhere that is so brand new to them, they feel like the person who is teaching has gone so much further ahead and that person might be somewhat unrelatable to them. One thing you don't want to be as a coach, as an educator is unrelatable to your students or to the people that you are working to help. You always have to find a way to breach the gap and to make them feel like they are, or to, to make them feel, yeah, it's a feeling, it's an emotion, to make them feel like you were just like them or you were just like them at some point. But just because you're no longer where they are and you're in a different place right now, it doesn't mean you're just better than them all of a sudden. It just means that you have gone through the process a little bit longer. And that's why I really love what I do with HD Pro Global and even with this med spa and this podcast here where we talk about minding the business that pays you today. I'm taking you on a journey. If you haven't figured it out yet, tales of an entrepreneur. Yes, it's story time. Story time, y'all. It is the story of my life. And it's not even really the story of my because come to think about it, who cares? Like literally, just let's just get it out of the way. Like nobody cares. Nobody really, really cares about your story. Nobody really cares about what it is that you think you have to offer. Nobody really cares about anything that you're doing. Everybody just wants to know that, okay, you have something to offer them. And you, you, you know, that will really help them do better for themselves. And that is where a lot of people miss the mark. You know, when we're talking about storytelling, now let's take a little bit of a a curve. Let's curve a little to the left and then we're going to surge way back to the right and then we're going to go straight to the finish line together. On this episode of Minding the Business That Pays You, Tales of an Entrepreneur, Classroom Teacher to the Mad Spa Professor. I had to learn the skill of storytelling as a soft skill. It wasn't something that anybody told me when I started taking all the certification classes to become a med spa professional. It wasn't anything that somebody sat me down and said, okay, while you're doing this, while you're spending all this money, while you're buying all this equipment, by the way, you are also going to need to sit down and learn how to tell your story. You're also going to need to carve out a story that your audience and your niche and your avatar, client avatar, your ideal clientele, will resonate with and that's what's going to pull them to you nobody pulled me to the side to tell me that but i had to learn it along the way and not only did i learn it along the way i also had to invest in myself to learn the art of storytelling because for whatever it is that i have to sell yes i'm selling services yes there's the before and the after pictures yes there's the process while we're working we go live we show you the process of how we take out drainage from a client who just came out of surgery, how we um, help them dress the wound and how we really take care of a post-op client who just had liposuction or tummy tuck or a BBL. We show you all of that show and tell. However, for you to have a long lasting brand that actually transcends just getting those one-off clients here and there, you have to be able to tell a good story behind the brand. And that is why I decided on this episode of Minding the Business That Pays You, we are going to go down memory lane and we're going to talk about the tales of an entrepreneur. I know you also, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for the love and wisdom. I know you also have a story to tell. 
Everybody has a story to tell. But remember this when you're telling your story. Tell it from a perspective of how your audience, your listeners can take something from it that is going to make their lives better. Because like I said a few minutes ago, nobody cares. Like literally, everybody got a story. So why should they listen to your story? Well, here's why I need to I need you to pay a little bit of attention and have a little bit of a heart to follow me on this short journey, how I became a MedSpa professor from a classroom teacher. I was teaching science with Dallas ISD. It was an amazing job. I absolutely love my students. You wonder why I still work with students till today. I am an educator at heart. I had discovered my purpose. I had discovered what God had for me when I landed in the classroom accidentally, if I may say so myself. It wasn't anything that I had planned. I was. I had my eyes set on the corporate world. I had my eyes set on the on the six, seven figure jobs. You know, after I finished my master's and I was, you know, and I was going to go for the big box and teaching came along the way and it just happened. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do this. I don't know what this is all about, but I'm just going to figure this out. And I got into training and we got everything done. And my first day in the classroom, I was like, oh my God, whoever told me that this was a good idea, I need to smack them upside down the head. How in the world am I supposed to deal with these kids? Now, think about this. Let me tell you, you guys don't even appreciate the value of what I'm saying until you understand where I was coming from. African from Nigeria. I grew up in Nigeria. Had all of my education all the way to my bachelor's of science in microbiology in Nigeria. And I came to the United States, continued my education and with my master's, and then went on to get a PhD. But in between those moments, I was still this African in my head. I'm thinking... Who are these children? They have absolutely no respect. Why don't they greet you when they come in your classroom? Like I grew up in a society where the norms that were very, very like, well, the norms over there, over here, it was abnormal. Like they didn't care, nobody cared. Like these kids were just, I was like, Jesus Christ. I hope I don't kill some of this child. Like literally, that was just like a thought in my head. And I'm sure every classroom teacher at some point has had that thought because I promise you, being an educator in the public school system, especially teaching in the inner city, in inner city districts, it's not a joke. And it's not a job for the faint-hearted. Trust me, I can say so. Like, you know, like Snoop Dogg said, I want to thank me for putting up all this work. I want to thank me for showing up every day. Damn, every classroom teacher deserves that accolade. They need to thank themselves and they need to be thanked for showing up every single day and putting up their absolute best for those children. We were working like dogs. We took care of those kids like they were ours. At least I took care of those kids like they were mine. I was an African and not just an African, I was a mother. So not only did I just have a heart for children, I just wanted to, to love on them. Sometimes I wanted to whoop them and discipline them. Sometimes I just wanted to pull them and shake them up like, boy, you better stop. But of course, you know, we weren't allowed to do all that. But so I did all that acting in my head while I had to present myself honorably before this amazing, wonderful superhumans that their destiny was placed in my hands. And I had no clue how I was going to maneuver it. But guess what? I did that job for five years, no, six years successfully, as if I may add, as a science educator, taking kids through the seventh and eighth grade uh, levels. And then eventually in my third, in my second year, I started my school's debate team. You know, as the debate coach, started the team from scratch, picked out the kids myself, went into the whole district division tournament, 
ended the first year of our debate team as the winner. Yeah, the best middle school girl. Look at that. I still have that plaque on my, on my, it's somewhere, it's somewhere in my house. I still have that plaque because I am so proud of that achievement. So now you ask me, how did you move away from all of that? Because it sounds like a lot of fun. You were having fun. Yes, I was having fun. However, I got to the point in my career as a classroom teacher where I, I knew that there, there had to be more. And need I tell you that while I was doing all of the classroom teaching, I had a side hustle, the passion for beauty. Like I loved looking good. I mean, I was the teacher who the kids knew would show up with red hair. Like, oh yeah, they knew I would show up in the classroom with red hair, like red, blazing red, curly, big fro in my head. That was me, guys. I was that teacher who would show up dressed up with my makeup and everything. And they'd be like, wow, miss, you have the time to do this every day. I'm like, yeah, it's easy for me. I had the skill. I was a professional makeup artist. So while I was not teaching in the school on the weekends, which was not a lot of weekends, because as a debate coach, you would still have to thank you. Thank you for the love. You would still have to do weekends. Like if it wasn't um, after school, um, if it wasn't like just getting kids through tutoring, it was me having my debate tournament throughout the school semester. So my weekends were really booked and busy and it wasn't the booked and busy kind that you hear on social media book i was literally just i was gone a lot <laughs> with the kids to different places for tournaments and when i wasn't gone for tournaments i was working my side hustle as a makeup artist booking jobs weddings and things like that so i was really pulling all the stops guys as an entrepreneur i didn't even know i was an entrepreneur i just knew i had a side hustle and I was investing everything into that hustle. I was buying equipment, lighting, camera. I was buying makeup. I was doing all kinds of things. I was engaging in so many parts of entrepreneurship that I didn't even know I was doing at the time. So I was now taking my experience as a professional in the classroom, as an, as an organizer, because I had to stay organized. I had to keep track of my time. I had to plan my calendar. And I was using that to also help me be effective in my side hustle as a makeup artist. So guess what? This tale is getting good, guys. When I decided to maneuver myself into full entrepreneurship, I really thought I was ready, y'all. And you can hear the irony in my laughter. Like, I'm laughing like, I really thought I was ready. Oh, my goodness. I was like, yes, this is the year. When I turned in my resignation at the end of the school year, my principal looked me in the eye. She said, Miss Chinadu? you know what? I respect your decision. If it wasn't the fact that I had to accept your resignation right now, I will completely decline it. And I was like, Miss Barnes, what's your you? And she was like, no, because you are such an asset to this school. But, and she said, anytime you're ready to come back, anytime, I don't care how long it takes, even if I'm no longer the principal of this school, just give me a call and let me know and I will make sure they make room for you. And that put, it brought tears to my eyes. You know, you never know how much value you're bringing to the lives of people until that position becomes empty or until you're getting ready to leave. Now, the moral behind that story is it felt good for me to hear that in the moment when I was ready to exit the building when the applause was the loudest. And I thought, now the ovation is so loud, it's best for me to make my exit before it gets really low. 
However, one thing I want to say is if you have people in your life who are doing a banking job, you're an entrepreneur, you are a boss, you are a CEO, and you have people on your team who are doing their absolute best, please, 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 please take some time to encourage Take some time to show them some love. Take some time to tell them how well they're doing. You never know. That might be the, 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 the significant turning point between where they are to the extraordinary level of more greatness for you as a company. They, they might just kick it up a notch. Even when you're like thinking they're doing the best and you just say something really nice like that, they will take it up a notch and do so much more for you. You know, gratitude and appreciation goes a long way. And a lot of entrepreneurs and leaders need to learn that. You, it doesn't diminish your role as a leader for you to appreciate your team members. Because guess what I keep telling myself? Now that I have a business of my own and I've had it for a while and I have people working with me, I have freelancers and I have full-timers and part-timers. And I realized that all of these people could be working for anybody of their choice. They could be using their skill to better the life and the vision of another company, but they're choosing to use it for me. So why would I ever take that for granted? So I always speak respectfully to my workers, to the people that work for me. I don't even call them workers. They are my team members because it takes a team to build any vision, no matter how big or grand your vision is, if you don't have the right people around you to help build it, it's just going to stay a dream. That's it. Just a dream, big dream. And you're going to wake up one day and realize you were dreaming all along and the vision never became a reality. But if you want to live with evidence and reality of actualizing your dream, you need to bring in a lot of soft skills. Like I said earlier, storytelling is a soft skill. Staying organized is a soft, soft skill. Planning and management is a soft skill. Showing gratitude and appreciation is a soft skill that we all must incorporate. Nobody tells you that you need to learn and have these things. These are just things that a coach like me will let you know that, look, you need to incorporate it into your life because I've lived them in real living color, right? Like they say, now I think it's 4D. We're no longer watching movies in 3D anymore. It's 4D. I've lived it in real 4D, maybe 5D, Seth. <laughs> so that's what that was. So I transitioned into entrepreneurship and I thought I was ready to take on the world. So there I go, boom, 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 to the bank, boom, 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 cashing out my teacher's retirement fund. Yes, I was all in. I was sold out on the dream. I was like, yes, girl, you are ready. You're ready to take on the world. I cashed out my teacher's retirement fund and I banked on this one dream to have a holistic medical aesthetic spa. Now, let me tell you this. I did not even know the full extent of what a medical spa needed to be. Can you even imagine that foolishness? How in the world do you go into a space? You put it all on the line. You put all your eggs in one basket and you don't even know the full extent of what it took or what it's going to take to run that type of business. Mistake number one. And I tell my students, please do not make that mistake. Make sure you get your proper training and make sure you not only get your training as a technical medical aesthetic professional, make sure you get business coaching along with it. I didn't have the business coaching side of things. I was just like grappling, throwing spaghetti on the wall, hoping something sticks. And I spent a lot of money, lost a lot of money. I didn't have a lot. I was bootstrapping. I was going and I was just praying and hoping that God just keep this business alive for me. 
Bad move, bad, bad move, Dr. O. Bad move, who does that? So tell me if, if that was just not, in fact, I'm laughing right now because I'm remembering some of those very traumatic days in my, in my startup years. Those traumatic days, some of the losses, some of the things that I had to overcome to get into the now. So crossing over from being a classroom teacher to becoming the MedSpa professor, it seems like a pretty catchy topic. And I know that a lot of people are listening and they're like, wow, this is amazing. But look, I'm going to be very straight with you. While it was happening to me, it wasn't quite amazing. But here is what it's done for me. It's made me a valuable asset to myself because I had to learn some very hard lessons along the way. It's made me extremely resourceful as an entrepreneur. I had to learn every angle of my business from start to finish. There's absolutely nothing you're going to tell me about my business. Is it content creation? Is it storytelling? <laughs> Is it everything that you can think about? Is it brand recognition? Is it the no like and trust effect? Is it building a brand asset from scratch? Is it just building the right logo? So many areas of my business or so even the administrative side of things. There's absolutely very few things that you can pop up to me and say, this thing about your business, tell me about it. And I'll, go, I'm, and, and I'll be like this clueless CEO just shaking her head off, looking pretty and not knowing what's going on in the boondocks. I know everything about my business. And I always advise, at least my coach was insistent on me saying, girl, you need to learn. And guess what? I didn't have a coach from the beginning. I picked up a coach by default, just by almost sinking in my business and crying out for help and saying, okay, I need help. And this person was so kind to say, okay, come, let me tell you some things. And they put me through and they've stayed consistent in bringing a lot of information to my attention and correcting me along the way to say, no, don't do that. And you, of course, when I call them for counsel to say, hey, I'm thinking of doing this, what do you think? It's like, ah, no, I know that's what you like to do, but I don't think, you know, so I picked up a coach by default. Don't be like me or don't go and pick up a coach when your business is almost collapsing and almost disappearing off the surface of the earth. Be intentional about it. Find somebody who's doing what you want to do, who's going down the path that you want to go, or who has gone down that path and invest in a little bit to get what it is that they have to offer to save yourself time, money, energy, and so many other things that you get to save yourself. These are the tells. I, I don't know what kind of tells you, what kind of story you were looking forward to today, but I just don't know what else to do but to be real with y'all guys. Just give it to you on the real. So this is the tell that I had to go through. This is the journey, the pathway to entrepreneurship. It was curvy and windy and bendy and down all the way to the bottom of the hill. And then, hey, once the roller coaster started to go back up again, picking up momentum, up, up, up. And then all of a sudden it will slow down and you'll be like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I thought we had momentum. And then you will start cruising straight ahead. You're like, no, keep going up. I want to go higher. It takes a lot of energy to get it up to the altitude that you want it to go. But you know, the only thing that's going to stop you, even when you start cruising at an altitude and you're going straight and you want to rise higher and you know, in order to go higher to a higher altitude, you need more energy, just like flying a plane. You just need to keep pumping in the energy. When you stop, that's when everything stops. But as long as you don't stop, even when it looks like nothing is happening, hear me and hear me well, even when it looks like nothing is happening, don't stop. 
If you believe enough in the dream and the vision that you have in your heart, that your source has given to you, because we always have a vision and a dream for what it is that our business pursuit is going to offer. If 10 people are doing hair, every single one of those hair merchants has a different vision for how they want to present their hair to the marketplace. I promise you, the one time that businesses start missing the mark is when we start looking left and right and saying, oh, look at how they're selling their hair. I think we need to sell it that way and we miss out on putting in the energy of our individuality and our unique selling point, our unique proposition or our unique propositional value. Yes, UPV, your unique propositional value. We need to put that in. And I had to learn it because for the first few years, I was so frustrated. I was trying to be like everyone else who was in my industry. I would sit on social media and I would depress myself for hours on end, trying to see how is it that they're getting customers and I'm not getting. What are they posting that I'm not posting? This and that. But when I took my eye off all the noise and I started to niche down on myself in my industry, you know that they tell you to niche down on the industry. But one thing they don't tell you is niche down on yourself. And this is what I tell my students. Not only do you need to niche down on your industry where you're playing, you need to niche down on yourself. That means within that industry, who are you? Can people recognize your voice in the crowd? Can people pick out your brand when they step in the sea of med spa operators? Can people pick out your the body of your work when they step into an arena where everybody's playing the same game that's where niching down on yourself becomes valuable and extremely important for you as an entrepreneur within the medical aesthetic space i knew that i had something special but because i spent a lot of the first few years worrying so much about this and that and of course i struggled because i had limited resources like i said i was bootstrapping i cashed it all in from the very beginning i didn't have an idea of how to space out my resources i just put it all in i was like yeah business is ready to go we buy all this expensive equipment we take all this expensive training everybody's gonna come find me wrong wrong just because you did all the work does it mean they're just gonna come find you no sir no ma'am you're gonna prove yourself I forgot that part. Nobody told me that. Nobody pulled me to the side to say, "Go, this is how how long it's going to take or whatever. So niching down on yourself became a reality for me when I began to do more personal development with myself. I started to understand and appreciate the value that I carried and the thing that I brought into this medical aesthetic space. And that is where the med spa professor was born, baby. That was when the Metzpah professor was born. And let me tell you guys the story of the Metzpah professor. The Metzpah professor is Dr. Oyinko Salajinori, who has a PhD. Yes, academically, she is a doctor. She is at the top level of academic excellence. However, she is not towing the path of her PhD. She chose to niche down on the industry that she had grown to fall in love with. And I put my skill to work as an academic person, creating and writing manuals, resources, developing educational resources that allowed me to train or begin to train and certify individuals. After all, I was a teacher. I wrote curriculums for a living. 
I drew out lesson plans for a living. I taught the lesson plans for a living. So why in the world would I not be able to apply those skills in this business that I'm in? Another lesson for you right here in this storytelling moment. Never ever underestimate all the skills you pick up along the way. Whether you're in a customer service position and you have your eyes set up on a global conglomerate that you're going to build, stay in that customer service position and do your absolute best. Because once you become the CEO of that global conglomerate, the skills that you picked up as a customer service representative, it's going to come into play because it's going to allow you to be the one who teaches your team members how to best serve the community that you are there to serve. You will have such a high standard of customer appreciation because that is where you started from. Never take for granted any skill that you pick up along the way. I tell people every day, never underestimate the skills that I have because there are so many. Because I work hard to hone every skill that I've acquired and I make it the best that it could be. I started out as a makeup artist. I still use my makeup artistry today to present myself to the world every day. That's why you can never catch Dr. Oh showing up and fresh. Like I can never be caught and fresh, y'all. I show up fresh and nice. And people are like, how do you have time? Well, for me, it's just easy because these are skills that I've honed over the years. I know how to put myself together. Why would I be a med spa operator selling medical beauty aesthetic treatments? That's something that's supposed to cater to the vanity side of you, cater to the, um, let me just say, the beauty side of you, and I show up doing it a hot mess. What? That is a contradiction. Another lesson for you today, my friends, never show up as a contradiction. Represent your brand well all the time. As an entrepreneur, you don't have an off day. Facts. Let's just be real. Even when you scale yourself out of your business, even when you become the manager of the brand, that's when you go from being a solopreneur to becoming an entrepreneur to becoming somebody who begins to manage your teams and eventually you become the CEO of your business. Even when you rise to the ledge, did you see? Yeah, you don't automatically gain the CEO status. Y'all think that just because you registered a DBA, all of a sudden now you CEO? No, 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 no. That's not how it works, baby. You got to pay your dues. You got to pay the price. You got to pay the piper. That's how the entrepreneurship journey works. So these tales of an entrepreneur, this is me giving you the real. Over 17 years of experience in this industry, in the field of just navigating my way around. So you started a solopreneur. I'm going to repeat that. You go into entrepreneurship. That's the next phase when your business is being sustained. And then you go into managing. You manage your teams. That's where you begin to bring people on board to work with you. And then eventually you scale yourself out of that managing position because somebody else has taken over from you. And now your business can run without you. And now you're the CEO of the company. That is when you are worthy of being called the CEO of the company. Right now, I'm on a manager status. I, I ain't reached the CEO. Yeah, even though my title says CEO, but hey, 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 I'm still managing my stuff. <laughs> so guys, listen, you have to take a moment and listen to this podcast because I tell you, it's going to do you a whole world of good. I have told the story today of how I went from being a classroom teacher to now becoming the med spa professor. 
And as the MedSpa professor, the responsibilities on me is a lot higher than it was when I was just Dr. O, when I was just Dr. O or just my name, even before the doctorate degree. Now I get to create content. I have to create a lot of content. I have to do a lot of research. I have over seven manuals for sale on Amazon. I have three books for sale on Amazon. I have a personal development journal on Amazon for sale. I have a prayer book, a prayer devotional on Amazon for sale. So I have about 12 publications on Amazon for sale. So if you're wondering how I earned this title, I earned it by doing the work, putting all the content out there to add value to the lives of people. So even if you don't take my classes or my courses, you can still buy my resources and they will be very beneficial to you. They would help you learn the medical aesthetic profession the way that you're supposed to learn it, at least the theoretical part. And then if you wanted to take it a step further and really, really hone your skills, then you register on my website for my classes. HD Pro Global Beauty Career Institute and Body Med Spa. We are always open for business. We are always taking students, registering every single month, offering classes, training and certification programs that allows us to offer you theoretical product demonstration and live in-person hands-on demonstration as well. So every single training you do with us, you get to work with a live person so that that way you can really master the skills and we offer mentoring through our coaching program when you get into our beauty of business mastermind class we coach you and we mentor you for four weeks to help you really sort through the whole dynamics of starting in business setting up your systems and your structures building your brand assets developing your know like and trust effect knowing all of the things that you need to know to to get your social media up and running telling a good story about your brand and carving out the niche story well the niche story behind your brand and niching yourself into your specific niche so you have to double niche all the time you niche down on your industry and then you niche down on yourself because eh, there's not going to be anybody who's going to present what you have to offer to the marketplace the way you're going to do it never ever forget that you have one unique proposition of value you are the only person who can deliver your unique propositional value. And if you fail to do it by copying other people or by trying to follow the trends or by trying to be like everyone else, then you completely lose out on the absolute value that your life could have been to the marketplace and you lose out on the value that you could have gained by being your best, highest and most authentic self. Guys, listen, it's been a wonderful time again with you guys today. I hope you guys have enjoyed my storytelling today because I have thoroughly enjoyed telling it to you. And I really hope it adds a lot of value to your life. I hope you've picked up one or two, three, four, five, because there were a lot of lessons that I stopped to point out to you along the way. I hope you've picked up something that's going to move the needle forward to you today. That's all that I can hope for. Don't forget to follow me on all social media platforms, but most importantly, don't forget to go subscribe to my YouTube channel, Dr. OJ Speaks TV. Yes, go subscribe to my YouTube channel. It's a lot of amazing content on there. Follow me on every social media platform. I'm everywhere, y'all. Every single platform you can find Dr. OJ and you can find my brand, HD Pro Global. Yeah, my personal brand is Dr. OJ Speaks. And my business brand is HD Pro Global. Yes, that is who we are. We are a global brand serving everyone all over the world and helping individuals transform their lives 
physical appearance and income in 90 days or less. That's the promise we make and that's the promise we keep. Until next time, I'll see you guys again on 60 Seconds with Dr. OJ, Minding the Business That Pays You. Bye, guys. I love you. Thanks for all the engagement and wisdom. Thank you guys so much. Bye. I'm a beauty professional, med spa operator, franchise owner, and director of education at HD Pro Global Beauty Institute and Body Med Spa. As a mother of three boys and immigrant business owner, it is important for me to have a steady and sustainable source of income that transcends economic, government, or public health uncertainties and instability like the global pandemic we are still recovering from. That is why HD Pro Global has created multiple systems that allows my team and I to train, educate, certify, and establish independent MedSpa operators like us all over the globe. For more information, check out our website to attend a free webinar to get started on your path to continuous success, no matter what is going on in your part of the world. I cannot wait to meet you. Thank you.